Hello, I am Apostle Maria Brown, co-founder of Empowerment Prayer Outreach Ministry, located in Crowley, Texas, and you're listening to Waging War and Winning. God bless you, saints of God. Listen, it's always an honor and a privilege to be able to hold kingdom conversations and to touch and agree in prayer with you. You know how we do it every week. This is the day, saints of God, that the Lord has made, and we will rejoice and be glad in him. God bless you. Listen, saints of God, I want to talk to you today about Understanding the rules of engagement in terms of spiritual warfare. If you have not already experienced it, I want to bring to your knowledge, we are in a war. (laughs) We are in a war, saints of God. And you know, as for a believer, when we're in a war, It is important that we understand the rules of the engagement of the war so we can be successful. One thing that we don't do, saints of God, we don't do things in our own flesh. We don't do things out of our emotions. We do things according to the word of God as the Lord give it to us. And so my question, I've been asking the Lord, I said, Lord, why? Does it seem like we are fighting, but we're not winning when you have called us to be victorious and you've called us to tread over serpents and scorpions and you've given us power over the devil. You've caused us to overcome troops, bands and legions of demons and overcome the walls and to go into their territory and take back. The things that they stole from us. This is your word. Now, why is it, it seems like we are defeated? Well, it comes to me, saints of God, and I want to talk to us um, today and perhaps on even the next uh, week in terms of understanding the rules of engagement in terms of warfare. Now, When we talk about spiritual warfare, for the most of us, we always refer to Ephesians chapter 6, verses 10 through 15. And then, you know, there's other scriptures. And we know that the book of Joshua is all about warfare. Um, Even there's uh, a scripture in Isaiah. There's scriptures throughout the Bible, and it prepares the believer on how we're supposed to put on the entire gear how we're supposed to prepare ourselves, how we're supposed to position ourselves for spiritual comeback to be successful. The problem that we're having now, saints of God, is that we have become great in quoting Ephesians 6. However, I don't believe that we're putting on the entire gear. In order to be a successful soldier, it's going to require that we put on the entire gear. This is why the apostle said, put on the whole armor of God. See what we're doing, saints of God, we're putting on bits and pieces of it. Yet we're walking on the enemy's territory or we're walking haphazardly and we're getting struck. Or we're deciding this is only what I'm going to take on. And we're 
Paul supposedly interceding for others, yet we don't see any fruit or manifestations of our prayers. But we, what we have to do is to become obedient. First of all, a great soldier is a soldier that understands submission and obedience. They work hand in hand. Submission is not a bad word and it's not a bad thing. Submission was designed by Yah, our God, to protect us. Secondly, obedience was also another design to protect and to position us to be blessed. So those two, they work hand in hand. But pride and ignorance will tell us we don't need to do neither one. I can do what I want to do, how I want to do it, when I want to do it, only to see my own demise. Now, God has called believers to be victorious. He's called us to be successful. If that is his desire for us, Jeremiah 29, 11 tells us that the thoughts that he has towards his people are never evil. It's always for us to be successful, to be blessed, to be triumphant, to gain spoils from the enemy. The reason why we don't see the results as we should is because, first of all, we haven't put on appropriate gear. Secondly, we have not learned the rules of engagement. They go hand in hand. And even if you put on the full arm of God, the whole gear, what good does it do you if you don't understand the rules of engagement? That's where we're going today. Now, I want to talk to us briefly about some of the rules of engagement. I probably would get to one portion of it and have to come back and revisit this. Now, I want to talk to us about the condition and the state that we're in in terms of the believer. We are in a war. My question, why are we still bickering? Why are we not learning to get along with one another? Why are we easily distracted? Why are we in a debatable situation when we should be in a collaborative uh, formation to come against the enemy? We've made our brothers and sisters in Christ our enemy when the real enemy is running rampant. We have COVID out there that's wiped out over 700,000 people worldwide. Well, just in America alone. Let me take that back. And yet we still don't get it. Say to God, we are in a battle. And if we're going to be successful in this war, we better get ourselves together and learn the rules of engagement. We're screaming, we're yelling, we're preaching, we're hooping, we're sweating. We're doing everything but following what the word of God has outlined for us to do. My question is, what is it going to take? What is it going to take for us to get this thing together? You know, it was never God's plan for God's people to lose and to be at a state of loss as we are now. So that means that we're doing something wrong. Either the Bible is not right or we're not right. Well, I beg to believe. They were not right. 
So a soldier, a good soldier, we have to learn to become great at what God has called us to do. We're so big, see, trying to become big and famous and notorious, but we're not great in terms of the kingdom. You know, what good does it benefit us, saints of God? Yes, it gives you a realm of influence. But Jesus was a one-on-one counselor. That's why he had a, a 12 government, which is num- number symbolic for government, legislation, divine order. A group of 12 that he discipled to disciple other people. So we're big at trying to get a name when the enemy is taking us out. Our position and our posture should be in prayer, saints of God, and interceding. Good soldiers, they fight for a reason. They don't just go out there to be, and they're definitely not fighting against each other. They don't throw friendly fire. They're fighting for several reasons. Now, I'm going to just give you a few, but of course there's more. They're fighting for territory. They're fighting for lives. That's the ultimate thing is for lives. My question to you as a believer and especially those who claim to be intercessors. Are you fighting for lives? Where every time are you praying, are you praying that souls be saved, people be healed and delivered, that God's kingdom come, his will be done on earth as it is in heaven? When we pray that prayer, his kingdom come, his will be done on earth as it is in heaven. We're decreeing and declaring, in other words, that souls will be saved, lives will be changed, People will be healed and delivered. So the kingdom of God will be expanded and advanced. Are we praying that? Are we asking for houses? Are we asking for cars? Wives? Now, nothing is wrong with it. But Matthew 6, 33, I've told us if we seek first his kingdom and his righteousness, those things will be added unto us. God says he's looking for intercessors that's going to stand in the gap that the land will not be destroyed. Rules of engagements. That's what we're talking about. Soldiers, they also fight for peace. There are so many people that are dealing with depression and oppression and distress that, and, and, that it's ridiculous. Justice and equality. Justice, putting the enemy in his rightful position that he has no authority. He has no say-so. He has no right. He has no power. And then freedom and a protection. This is some of the reasons why we as believers, especially those that are claiming to be intercessors when they're putting on their prayer shawls, they're slinging oil and they got their prayer mattresses and they got all of these shenanigans, but have no power. Got a lot of voice, but no power should be focused on the things and the principles of God. So as a believer, we should be fighting in the spirit and not in the natural. And we should not be fighting against each other. We are so so consumed with who's taking the vaccine versus who's not taking the vaccine. Who has faith versus who don't have faith. and Who goes here and who don't go there. That we're missing the mark. And as we're bickering amongst each other, the enemy is coming in and doing great damage. Listen, beloved, that should not be so. So what we have to do is become militant. There is a reason why that when you enlist to go into the military, they send you through boot camp and they condition your thought process and they condition you to begin to think 
inform information and be disciplined and ordered so you don't become a casualty. Because the ultimate goal is for them to come to expand their troop and their band so we can live a life that is free, a life full of peace, a life where lives are saved, where there's justice and equality and there's freedom and protection. Listen, saints of God, as spiritual ambassadors, our responsibility is to do the same thing in the spirit, opposed to opposing your opinion. I did a teaching a few months ago on what a kingdom ambassador looks like. And I said, ambassadors don't have an opinion. Ambassadors reinforce kingdom policies, which is the word of God. We have got to get to the point, saints of God, where we're zipping our lips about unnecessary things and we're decreeing and declaring God's word over the current situations. Now, I want to pray real quick. The thing I wanted to leave you with today is get into that posture of prayer. Stop all the bickering because I'm going to come back next week and I'm going to talk to us about what our role is in terms of rules of engagement. So, Father, I thank you today for your sons and daughters. Thank you, God, that you are giving us wisdom on how to be combative, how to take down the enemy, how to stay focused and not distracted, how to win this war and be successful, how to wage this war and be a winner in Jesus' name. God bless you, saints of God. Listen, I want you to get your minds and hearts wrapped around how to the rules of engagement in terms of spiritual warfare. Today, I wanted to talk to you about the preparation portion. Next week, I'm going to further the conversation. And I want you to get into your place of prayer that you will hear clearly from God so you can become an excellent soldier. God bless you.